Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Hi, I'm Eric Engel here with my beautiful wife, Jolene, for another episode of the Marriage Mentor. The title of today's podcast is How Do I Trust Him Again? This is very interesting, this one. It says, Today I caught my husband of 20 years at a strip club, hands-on and all during a lap dance from a girl young enough to be our daughter. I feel stunned, angry, saddened, numb, and disappointed. He claims it's all because of the stress he has at work and how he feels his body is giving up on him. I'm sorry, (laughs) I have to keep from laughing after that one. His job is an extremely physically demanding job. I was so stunned, I couldn't even say anything. How do I trust him? Signed, distraught and brokenhearted. Wow, yeah, that would definitely be a devastating scene to to come across that. Um, Well, your, your question is, how do I trust him again? My short answer, you don't. He's gotta become trustworthy. Uh, He's the one who's in sin. He's the one who went out and did this, and he's the one who made the excuse for his sin, um, because that's what it was. He claims it's all because of the stress he has at work. Hey, and I'm sorry, I gotta interrupt you right here, but th- there's two parts of this that's that's ridiculous to me. Okay, number one, that he claims it's all because of the stress he has at work and how his body, blah 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 blah. Right. Okay. Ridiculous. Right. I mean, you know, let's let's blame the dog or let's right. blame right. the mailman or whatever. Well, and a gal could pl- blame PMS when she's throwing a fit. Absolutely. So, yes. so here's the other side of it that really makes me sad is that this is justified by this gal. And she says his job is an extremely physically demanding job. Okay. It doesn't matter what his job is. Right. Okay. I mean, it doesn't. It no. doesn't matter. And yet, I know in her mind, she wants to make some excuse for him so she doesn't feel so bad. Right. Right. But bottom line is, sin is bad. Sin destroys. And you know, I think as a wife, you want to protect his integrity. You want to protect the man you fell in love with, and still have the respect of the man that you're married to. And so it's it's easy for us in our mind to try and justify, hey, what's going on so you could kind of better deal with it. So I think that that's probably where she's coming from is, you know, oh, I want to have empathy for him, but at the same time, he's just kind of destroyed the marriage, you know, which again, right. he's made these choices. But the, the real question is, is how do you trust him again? And you can't, he's got to build that trust. He was the one who's gone outside of the marriage bed and dealt and delved into things he shouldn't be doing, regardless of what his body is, regardless of what his job is. He's got to have that repentant heart. He's the one who's got to go back to the Lord and ask for forgiveness and ask you for forgiveness. And he's the one who's got to work on restoring the trust and rebuilding the trust in the marriage. But what's a, what's a gal to do, you know, once this takes place? You know, here here's my encouragement to you. You trust in the Lord, okay? That's where your strength is going to come from. That's where you're going to be able to get through this. And that's where you're going to find your security is in Christ and not in the decisions that your husband is making and the poor choices that he's made. Um, I think about Psalm 910 and it says, And those who know your name will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Psalm 18.2, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. Deliver my God, my strength in whom I trust, 
my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. The Lord is your shield. The Lord is the one who's going to cover you and comfort you and guide you and equip you in this. And that's who you could trust in. God allowed this to happen. Obviously, you know, he's given us all free will. And your husband had that free will. And he took that free will and he made a poor choice. But you have free will as, as well. You could either make an, another poor choice or you can make a choice that honors God. And in this situation, of course, you forgive your husband because we're commanded by, by the Lord to forgive others when they've sinned against us. But you put your hope and trust in the Lord. God has allowed this to take place in your marriage. God um, is a, a God who is with you in, in all things and he has a perfect plan for your life. So in the meantime, you um, obviously your husband has some a, a big repair job to do he needs to be fully repentant and ask the lord to transform his heart and in time if he is truly repentant those actions will change and over time the trust will build and that's when you could probably you know have that that thought of okay he's becoming trustworthy again let's get down to brass tacks okay okay uh, I'm in a strip club and Bubbles is shaking shaking her stuff right in my face and you walk in. Right. Hopefully you're there because you're looking for me rather than just... <laughs> I, looking I, for I, a job. Right. Yeah. I hope right. she was there looking for him rather than looking for right. a job. Right. Okay. So practically, what do you do? What are you going to do? Okay. If I were in that situation... We've been married 16 years. Yeah, what are you going to do? I'd walk up to you. I'd look at you. My mouth would drop open and I would walk out. Honestly, I'd walk out because okay. it's okay. just like, you know what? My husband is the Lord. I'm his I, I am his bride first and I'm Eric's bride second. And Eric's gonna sin and I'm gonna sin. And yes, I would be totally devastated as Eric's bride, but you know what? God's given Eric free will as well. And it's just like if he wants to pull some stupid maneuver like that to destroy our marriage, that's on him. But I'm still gonna go live for the Lord. I love Psalm 1830. It says, As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. Will I be so brokenhearted in all this? Yes, I will. But my God is with me. He's not going to forsake me. And I would look at you and say, you know what? Get real. And when you're ready to get real and act like a man that is a godly husband, then come talk to me. Okay. So uh, days later, weeks later, months later, years later, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, it depends. It depends on if you're truly repentant. If you're truly repentant. Well, uh, every guy's going to be truly repentant. <laughs> If he got caught. Yeah. If he oh got yeah. Caught. Oh, you know. Yeah, you yeah. Know. I'm truly repentant. I love you, baby. Please forgive me. And okay. and you know, I've got a stressful job. You know, and and then the excuse comes. And so I think you could tell when the excuses come that the repentance is not there. Okay. So, you know, I think that's a clear indicator. So because when he's making an excuse for his sin, he's not taking responsibility for his sin. So walk me through the next the next months. Um, I'd probably throw you out if you weren't repentant. Oh no, I wouldn't have any of it. Okay. You know, which a lot of wives would think that's awfully harsh, but, you know, the Bible talks about adultery and lust. And if you look at a woman, it's it's no different than the actual act of intercourse. And I don't mess around with that stuff. It's just kind of like when I walk down the aisle, I said I do, and it's you and I. It's not you, me, and Bubbles at the same time. So I tow a very hard line on that. I, I expect fidelity. You know, I didn't walk down the aisle with, oh, maybe one day I might, you know, have infidelity going on in my marriage. So I, I'm not very gracious in that. Okay, I so, don't. So there's there's a there's an accountability. Yes. In our marriage. And because of that accountability, uh, I'm not going to get away with things 
that maybe I could have otherwise. Right, right. I'm certainly not going to enable you to continue in your sin. Not a fat chance will that happen. So do a lot of girls, a lot of gals do that? I, I think so because I think you're, they're devastated. You know, I mean, there's a self-worth that's been shattered, an insecurity that has just, you know, been now so blown out of proportion. Your whole world is torn turned upside down um he might be the only provider she's not working and you know it could be a very fearful spot for the woman but my thought is you know you're not your heart's not a revolving door nor does your bedroom need to have another person in it so um you you have to really take some stock into your situation and, and find out what the lord would have you to do obviously the lord would have us to forgive we we are to forgive but forgiving is not the same as forgetting and forgiving is not the same as enabling and I think that that's where the, the lines get blurred, you know, and, and I would just look at his heart. Is it truly repentant or does he make excuses? If you came to me with excuses, I'd show you the door. Well, and okay, even if he is truly repentant the next day, there's got to be time. Oh, yes. Time. Time will tell. Time will show his actions. Yeah, I would say, okay, I need you to you know, get together with the guys at the church or have, have some form of accountability. But I wouldn't just be some doormat where it's just like, oh, baby, I forgive you. And it's not going to happen again because we sin, you know, there needs to be accountability. So that that's something that you've got to walk through with him and let him know that this is not acceptable in and, the home. And I think accountability is very hard for a lot of women because once again, account it's hard for them to reconcile being submissive but still holding their husband accountable right can right. it be done yes it can okay. yes it can because the bible talks about iron sharpening iron and your co-heirs together in christ that it's just like you have every right to go to him and say okay yes this took place and yes we're not going to continue to tolerate this because it's bad for his walk as well not only is it you know destroying your marriage but it's destroying his walk with the lord and if you have kids that's going to manifest in the life of, of the kids as well. So it's not just you as the wife that, you know, we're to, we're to bear one another's burdens. And obviously this is a, a big issue for him to end up at a strip club with a lap dance. I mean, that, that's got to take some, some thought. You know, you have to kind of premeditate some of that. So yeah, there's, there's an issue there that certainly needs to be held accountable. So those are my thoughts. I don't know if you have anything else to add. I got a hard job. You've got a hard job. What's that admit? What's that admit? That was the excuse again. Oh, 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 yes. I got a hard job. Yeah, anytime they start making excuses for their sin, they're not taking responsibility for their sin. Um, and that applies to the husband, the wife, and the children. Anyway, so, that was a bad joke. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Okay, I'm Jolene Engel here with my husband, Eric, and we're at JoleneEngel.com.